This is How Men Think with Brooks Like and Gavin DeGraw, an iHeartRadio podcast. Welcome to another episode of How Men Think. My name is Brooks Like, and Gavin is still not here. He's out gallivanting, singing songs and such. So he was so good last week, we wanted to bring him back for another episode. We have with us co-hosting today, Akbar Bajabiyamilia. Oh, you had it first, right the first time. Baja, you went Spanish on it. It's Nigerian. Yeah, I tried to dance it up. Yeah, Sorry. you did. Yeah, yeah. yeah, just Baja Biamila. Baja Biamila. Yeah, the way, there you go. Akbar, what is that? What is the meaning of your name again? Big man, come save me. You want to know the quick story of it? I'll give you the quick history. That's, that's awesome. Yeah, my <laughs> great great grandfather was a seven footer in the Nigerian village, and when people would have issues. They would ask him to come moderate, come help out. So, meaning big man, please come and help me. Like, we got some issues going over here. So, like, in the, the previous conversation we were having, you would just call for the big man. To, hey, come come resolve this. What's going on here? Yeah, so that's what that means. Big man, come save me. I mean, lucky you're 6'6", six, six, 2 plus. Because... I know, because that would be weird. Yeah. Like, big man, come save <laughs> yeah, me. I mean, 5'8". Right? <laughs> right? <laughs> right? <laughs> okay, so now we want to transition this. I think that, that topic right there, I think we need to maybe do another episode on, because it's a polarizing topic. And we can... We can unpack that more but uh, but I appreciate you coming in you're one of we're this episode we're going to get into fatherhood 2.0 because our producer Amy is pissed off with the last one she thought the guys I'm fired up kind of all over the place and Akbar and I already got into like a heated discussion that was I liked it yeah and, and I, had gonna... to, I had to, to kind of hold back because I, I, I had a lot of feelings about it yeah so we'll get into that too but <laughs> Yeah, I'm a little fired up on a lot of things, and especially last week's episode. Okay, so Amy, here's the short of it. Amy thinks the guy sugar-coated fatherhood. I think they blew smoke up your butt, and it was unicorns and rainbows, and that's great, and that's 50% of fatherhood, and then they ignored the rest. Okay, so we'll get into that. So, okay, let's talk the tough stuff. And Akbar is one of seven, right? Yes, you're one of seven, yes. One of seven, which I'm is I'm number six. You're number six of yep. seven. And I'm the biggest. Are they, wow. I'm the biggest. I'm proud of it. Can you tell that I'm proud of it? Six <laughs> boys, one girl. Wow. And, uh, yeah. Oh, and being number... Yeah. Uh, one sister. <laughs> uh, and then you also have four kids. So I, I do. Yeah. So busy working man, father, like father, uh, I want to hear your story and your take on children. I am 36. I'm now like feeling drawn for the first time, drawn in my life to fatherhood and actually becoming a father. Always said I wanted to be one, but now it's becoming real for me. Um, and then the guys, I asked the guys some questions about fatherhood and Amy was immediately pissed off uh she thought it was too cordial and too nice so we're gonna take the gloves off easton you're gonna have to hit us with a little ding ding right there uh, uh -oh. if you have a D All right. i thought ding, it was ding. truthful but blowing smoke and unicorns and rainbows well and i will say this is the preface to this um brooks a buddy came to us and said hey i'm thinking about becoming a dad being a dad is amazing is the most amazing thing you'll do in your life so that's what we, we, we supported him on that because True. I think that he should do it. If someone came to me and said, I don't have a driver's license. I just moved to the country. I'm thinking about getting a license. It's a lot of freedom with driving, right? I wouldn't then tell them about car wrecks and show them pictures of disasters <laughs> and start and talk about how I cry in my car. Like, no, I would say, hey, driving gives you a lot of freedom. Do it. And then later on, if they keep pressing, which I think this episode is now going to be, then then you tell them some of the stuff to be prepared for. But until he's about to be a dad, I didn't need to hit him out of the box with, oh, my God. Being a dad is so tough. Okay. So if someone yeah, so asks Ryan's wife about giving birth, should they say, oh, it's wonderful, or should they say, it's a watermelon through a straw? No, but that's... Oh, my that's, gosh. That's, oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, let's let's touch on... <laughs> Actually, I think they might fight you on that one. Straw. Oh. That's, how we def that's the same as having sex in my... my By the way, four... <laughs> 
Show me a straw that's four centimeters. Oh, oh so Easton, you're gonna have to edit this episode. Um, let's talk. Let's it was talk either about, that or it was hot dog down a hallway. I can't remember. Let's talk about this, Ryan. Let me ask you this question. So, what is it like as a father or as a as a husband? What is it like as a husband? What has your relationship been with your wife as she's been pregnant for nine months? And what are you going through right now as she's about to give birth, maybe any minute, any day now? I would say fatherhood is very rewarding, but it is incredibly difficult. I mean, we, the weekends are completely different. I think about you, you work out 25 hours a day and that's not, you're not going to be able to do I wouldn't know it based on looking at you. you your <laughs> chest is actually not very big and mine's larger, I would say, but I digress. I Akbar here, I so, gotta tell you. We have a little competition going. No, no it's a one, one, there's one he person that's a competition. He mentioned chest is his weakness, so I'm hitting the chest so hard these okay. days, it's scary. Uh, anyway, it is a constant, like Saturdays, what we used to do now, like we would go have brunch, we would, you know, go each of us will go work out, do whatever we want. Now it's like, okay, we need to get our son out of the house. We got to go to the park. We got to pack a snack. You got to then nap is going to be at this time. And then what are we going to do in the afternoon? Well, it's really hot, but we still got to get him out of the house. Like you're constantly waiting to get him to go to sleep. It's like <laughs> I, I, nap time is at 1245. Like what can we do to fill five hours and to get way, him to nap? So then I have two and a half hours to just decompress. And then he wakes up and you're like, Okay, well, then he's going down at seven o'clock. Now we got another three and a half hours. What are we gonna do? It's it is stressful. So my There's wife laughing now because everybody agrees. <laughs> my wife is like days away from going into labor. Yesterday we I got home from work. We took our son to the park. She fell off the curb and rolled her ankle. Cannot walk now. I could not go into work this morning because we have a two year old at home. Our nanny couldn't come in. So. I had to watch my son take him to the park this morning at, at 8 a.m., knowing I had to be here at noon, g try to run him literally in a football field back, like sprints, throw a tennis ball like he's a dog to try to just tire him out so that he actually sleeps his full time for his nap so that my wife can actually relax and keep her leg elevated while icing to reduce the swelling and she can't take anti-inflammatories because she's pregnant. I'm here doing a podcast, checking my phone every second to see if she's texting me that she's going into labor. Am I going to get in traffic on the way home? It's stressful. It is freaking stressful. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I felt all but it's of great. that. But it is great. Oh. So... And by, but by the way, after you do that, after you get the kid to sleep, yes, you're exhausted. So if you know, there are nights when you and your wife, your partner, will go to bed, and you can park a Volkswagen in between you. You are nowhere near each other. You're both on the ends of the bed, and you just pass out. So yeah. So once you do everything that Ryan just explained, there are. It's not like every night you're just going to go in and you're going to spoon, and you're like, oh, this is our time now. Let's cuddle and make it better. Yeah. There's going to be nights when you're just like. I need my space. I want to go to yeah. bed. We put my son down last night, and I he's going to be two this weekend, and I said to my wife, only 16 more years till he's out of the house. Oh. So the baby, the, your kids oh. are going to, your kids are, might be born on the same day. They might, yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, oh yeah. Jeez. Wow. Double birthday party. One yeah. cake. Yeah, well, not no, that's actually, that's a saving. That's a saving. It's a savings, but I have stress about that, too, because <laughs> then they're going to they're gonna be jealous of one another that each of them doesn't have their own day. I've thought through all of this stuff. Oh, I have twins. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Akbar, you have four kids? Yeah, four kids. Twins are the last two. Um, can you give us the ages of all boys, girls? 18, boy, 10, girl, 
uh, twins, boy, girl. And how old are they? Uh, 18, 10, and seven. seven. Twins are seven. Yeah. Right on, man. And your boy just went to college? Yeah, we just sent him off to college, and I didn't expect it to be emotional. I was, it was emotional, and it got me actually on orientation. Um, because going in as a student athlete, uh, you know, you kind of get um, kind of guided through. So you yeah, don't really yeah, go yeah, through yeah, the yeah, – yeah. you don't really have the real, you know, college uh, – you know. that Doesn't that go for yeah. class too? It's, it's uh, No, whole, not for me. Not oh, for me. Okay. Now, you know, I grew up in a Nigerian household. They always, uh, you know, emphasize education. But uh, but as I was going through, I was like, all right, I'm ready for this. I got to get all the – so I, I flew out. My wife stayed with the kids. I'm going to take all the notes. And they got professors up there and admission people and all that. And, I mean – Probably about three hours in, it just slapped me right in my face. I'm like, oh, shoot. He's about to be gone. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, we're in the introduction, and I literally start, like, crying. I'm like, oh, my goodness. I was like, what is happening right now? Because it just hit me. And it, like, Because at first it was just, oh, we're applying for college with FAFSA and this and blah, 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 blah. blah. And then I was like, oh. And then when we got there, set him up for the dorm, it was emotional. I didn't cry. And then my wife and the kids just lost it. I'm like, oh, my <laughs> um, but I will say that's that part is rewarding as a father because I think the the stage you're in and heck we're all in it um, is uh, when you're you really don't know what it's going to turn out and I gotta say I'm proud of my son because there's a lot of bumps and ups and downs during the process but for him to get to this point to make it to college and he's about to get off on his own. I was just like, man, it's just it makes you realize like all the work, or especially when you don't think they're listening, and all the stuff that you said when you, they were younger, they hit you. Or well, what about when you said this? That I told you that eight years ago, nine yeah. years ago. So they are listening, um, but in the moment, you feel like this kid is just such a brat. He just he's so selfish, and he doesn't listen, and you know, ungrateful and, that, and ungrateful. Yeah. yeah, and then and then they get it. Yeah. yeah. Is it a uh, question for you? And just as a sports guy, it's something you can maybe relate to. Is it because um, as when our sports careers come to an end, we feel like it went too fast. Mm-hmm. That it's like we didn't think we thought we'd have more time. It went too fast. Uh, dropping your boy off at school was it the same sort of feeling? Like I can't believe when you got hit with that emotion. Like I can't believe he's out of the house now. How yeah. Did this Eighteen happen? years 18 doesn't. Went, yeah. Yeah. Eighteen years doesn't feel. It sounds like a long time. Like if you told me I was going to prison for eighteen years, I'm like, oh my gosh, you know. But eighteen years, you just think you have enough time. And what I've realized now is that I have a little bit more sense of urgency with my 10 year old Mm. because I do believe like I have seven to eight years left with her and I'm telling my wife and she's like, why are you creating this sense of urgency? I'm like, cause it went by so fast. And for my son, he wants to run track and he hopped around doing sports. My wife didn't come from a sports background. So she's like, Oh, well he can do this and he can do that and he can do this. And before you know it, he's in the 10th grade and now he wants to do track. He's figured out, okay, hey, I want to do track. And, you know, I was trying to get him down one aisle and she was thinking about other things. And I'm like, oh, man, he's behind. Mm-hmm. And we mm-hmm. didn't really have the time that we thought he was going to have. But he's taking a leap of faith and going to Oregon so he can walk on the track team. But, I mean, I wish he would have had more time to do it. And I look back and go, I could have done that better. I could have yeah. done that one better. Someone told me, once. so my kid, I have four kids as well, 10, 8, 6, and 3. Okay. Um, and someone told me one time, which unfortunately now I'm at that they're like, when your kid turns 10, they've already lived with you more than they will because oh, they wow. move out at 18, right? So at 10, you're already past the halfway point of how long they're ever going to live with you. Mm, and now that's, that's stuck. In, yeah. Now back. that's stuck. in my brain. I, I don't appreciate you sharing that. Yeah. <laughs> well, if I have to live with it, then everybody does. <laughs> yeah. Oh, 
Um, <clears throat> here's one question for you. You, you just mentioned it, and I just wrote this down because it was such an interesting thing. Um, what is, and this is for all three of you guys, you guys are all fathers, uh, what is one thing you wish you were better at as a parent? I, I would say um, working um, working less, being more content. Um, for me, I think the hardest part is, you know, with success, you know, there comes the financial reward and then there comes the lifestyle and being a slave to your lifestyle um, keeps you on the hustle and grind. And, um, you know, I, I've been talking to my wife. I said, we got to stop upgrading. I don't yeah. want to upgrade anymore. I'm genuinely content. I don't, I don't want, I don't need another, I got a, you know, nice toy car or whatever. Yeah. I, I don't want anything else because what I realize is my son is, and my daughters are going to be gone. And then that's it. Mm-hmm. Like I'm looking forward to doing more traveling and all that stuff, but not at the expense of missing out on some of these important years because you see the impact that it's going to have on the future. And the part that I struggle with now is being so busy to where I come home and I'm just dog exhausted and I'm going into what I call autopilot mode. Like, yeah. hey, dad, and this, uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. oh, yeah, uh-huh, yeah. uh-huh, uh-huh. And my brain, but I'm just done and I'm like, I'm going in the bathroom. I don't even need to go to the bathroom. Just kind of like I need, I need. I'm trying to get my brain back. You know what I mean? Like it's just. So I wish I could do that. And yesterday, I mean, I spent time with my son, just dribbling, helping him with basketball. And my wife took the da- my daughters out for volleyball practice. And said, it's just you and I, one on one. Let's do it. And I don't do that often. And here I am as a f- former professional athlete. I'm not able to pour into my kids in the one thing I've invested more time than anything else I've done in my life. Uh, I've played sports since I was a kid and I've not been able to pour that. Just think of if you have a gift like that, that you can't pour into your own kids because you're consumed with so much. So I think um, about that. Yeah. I think about that as I dedicated 35 years to hockey, like everything I built up has to flow through and be passed on. Yeah. And so I've, I've thought about that already is when my kids, if, if we have kids and if they play sports, I would love to coach them and pass that on. Right. And if it's not our kids, then maybe it has to be somebody else's kids or some minor league team or, or not minor, but youth team or something like well, that. Well, you but can me. teach my kids because my gift, is, I'm teaching them sarcasm. <laughs> so that's kind of all I got. So I'm just trying to instill that in them. You guys have heard me say it time and time and time again. Sleep is so important. You've heard me say it many times. I can't stress enough how much I prioritize sleep. I prioritize my sleep more than my working out, more than my diet, everything. If sleep lines up, the rest line up. Casper is a sleep brand that makes expertly designed products to help you get your best rest one night at a time. Average person spends at least one third of their lives sleeping. You better make the best of it. Casper products are designed to mimic the human body and are curves, providing supportive comfort for all shapes and sizes. The experts at Casper work tirelessly to find a way to cradle your body in all the right places. The original Casper mattress combines multiple supportive memory foams for a quality sleep surface with the right amounts of both sink and bounce. Breathable designs help you sleep cool and regulate your body temperature throughout the night. And with over 20,000 reviews and an average of 4.8 stars across Casper, Amazon, and Google, Casper is becoming the internet's favorite mattress. Casper offers three other mattresses, the Wave, the Essential, and the Hybrid, which probably gives you better mileage. But personally, I like the Essential. It's streamlined design, and it comes at a price that won't keep you up at night. Casper also offers a wide array of other products, like pillows and sheets, all to ensure an overall better sleep experience. All designed, developed, and assembled 
right here in the U.S. And like I told you before, I love a company that gives me a guarantee. So you can be sure of your purchase with Casper's 100-night risk-free sleep-on-it trial. Casper, that's what I like. You know I'm going to love it, so you're willing to let me try it for 100 nights. And with two babies now... My wife and I need sleep desperately. And you know what else I love? It is delivered right to your door in a small how-do-they-do-that-size box with free shipping and returns in the U.S. and Canada. And did I mention we have two babies now? Right to my door. It's shipped. Free shipping. I, I have no time to leave the house. I have no time to do anything. Casper will send me my mattress right to my door. We get it, Ryan. You have two babies. Well, I have a teenager and an 11-year-old, so I'm tired too, Ryan. Anyone who knows me knows I love sleeping. I love naps. I'll lay down on my Casper for a 10-minute quickie and I'll fall right asleep. I also love being smart with money. Casper cuts out the middlemen and sells directly to you so they can give you an affordable price. Get $100 towards select mattresses by visiting casper.com HMT and using HMT at checkout. Terms and conditions apply. Again, get $100 toward select mattresses by visiting casper.com slash HMT and using HMT at checkout. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, Dimitri, what about you? What is the one thing you wish you were better at as a parent? It's not far off of what Akbar said, but you remember, so last episode, you retold the story that I told you where I said, oh, I got yeah. the kids to school, and you then as soon them. as I drove off the school lot, I missed them. Yeah. But and, and I got some, some heat for that because I made it, that's part of the rainbows and unicorns thing, I guess. But the point was, what I was saying was that I'm... So I rush. I rush to get to certain points. It's like it's like uh, Ryan was saying. Like, oh, when are we getting him to bed? When are we getting him to college? So I was like trying to get them to school, and I was I was a dick. All right, I'm like they got to get there by eight twenty. Come on, eat, take your food in the car, do the. And by the time I dropped them off at the school, I, I was driving away, and I was like, oh my god. Instead of enjoying that time in the car, I rushed them all the way there, and now I'm sitting here, and I'm like, oh, now that was my point. Now I got hours until I get to see them again. When I just totally botched that whole. That whole time. I got them to school on time. Well, whatever. But I, in the car, I was rushing them and I was telling them, don't do this. And, and so my, what I could do better is I think I got to slow down and I got to enjoy time to not worry about getting to the next point. I rush to a point and then I absorb it and relax. Then I rush to the next point and I absorb it and relax. And I think that's, that's going to bite me sometime if I come back to bite me if I, if I continue to do that because of these little moments where it's the same thing. Oh, get him off to college. And it's like, oh man. Yeah, you and I share the same thing in common. I think what it is, the answer is time management. The the one thing that I wish I could do better is time management. So that way I know that I'm not rushing. Maybe it's getting the kids up because I have the same exact thing getting up a little earlier so I have time to enjoy the questions and stuff like that and being okay, hey, look, we're going to get out because we have more talk time or whatever to enjoy that. Maybe I'm uncomfortable, you know, because I got to get up 15, 20 minutes early, but at least I've blocked that time out because if you don't have the time management, it will just, life will just take you away from your kids. Well, my problem is I get up early, but they're little, so they they're, they kind of sleep in a little bit. So I'm sitting there like waiting. Yeah. And then they get up and I'm like, I got to wake them up. I'm like, let's go. Yeah. And then that just kicks off from there. Yeah. But yes, I agree with that. But anyway, that, that would be mine. Well, Ryan, what about you? We've touched upon it before, but I think mine would be being present when I am physically there with my son. And, and it goes back to like, even at the playground, I look around at all the parents and like, seriously, 90% of parents are 
the kids on you know in the sandbox or on the jungle gym or whatever and you have your phone out and you're looking at my like mindlessly scrolling on instagram or you're playing fetch with your son or (laughs) yeah or you're saying (laughs) your son's on a zip line and you're playing fetch um and, and my wife we had a, an argument recently about this which was when i would get home from work i would immediately turn on the phillies games and she's like it's sad that like you should be hanging out with our son and playing with him doing activities in the house but you're also half your attention is going to this baseball game which is like it's is it what's the point and i said well i paid for the mld mlb extra innings package on direct tv but can i like, defend you on that one well, yeah. I'm, the, I'm the same Please. way. Yes. I'm going to defend you on that one. I think there has to be a a time for men, just the way our brains work, to decompress. One of the best secrets, I don't work for Tesla, The one of the best secrets, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm going to say this. I hope my wife doesn't listen to this, actually. <laughs> she won't. Okay, good. Um, my Tesla, I purposely don't put a charger in my house. I actually go to the supercharger and my wife, I have a blocked out hour of time to myself. I'll listen to whatever, I'll watch whatever on my iPad and I swear to you on my life, when I get home, I'm a better man. Because it's not like you can use the the traffic to, to decompress. You can't decompress in traffic, it's stressful. But when I sit there and I go, hey, I'm gonna go charge and I come home, Hey, babe, what what happened to you? Drink coffee or something? No, no, I'm good. <laughs> What's up? What you guys want to do? Let's go. Like, yeah. I mean, it 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 changes you. But when you're coming off of work and you're doing whatever, and you come home, like, I, for me, I watch TV not because I even want to understand what's going on. I just need to decompress. I want my also, brain to go somewhere else. Candyland sucks. It's like a really dumb game. You know what yeah. I mean? So like, sometimes like playing with kids is actually brutal because that's boring for an adult, but it's still important. The thing I was gonna ask you guys. And you don't have adult children, but you have adult parents. My dad once, I remember he sat the three of us down and said, I liked you guys as kids, but I love you so much more now. I enjoy my time with you so much more now that you're adults. Because a lot of people don't want to play Candyland, but they love the relationship they have with their kids once they're teenagers or adults. Not even adults. Like now my son and I, we can sit down and we can watch the, the baseball game together and he's and he keeps track. He can tell me what hap- what the situation of the game is. So I agree. I don't think it has to be that, they don't have to be that old, but you, there are certain points where it's like, okay, now I remember the first time my dad was able to say shit in front of us. He was so excited. He was like, now I can just talk. Like I don't have to like... Edit yeah. myself. But yeah, there are times like that. Yeah, I think the only thing that we also didn't touch on that irritated me or whatever about the unicorns and rainbows episode is that we didn't address parents having to deal with actual real life challenges with their kids. Their kid doesn't fit in at school. Their kid is being bullied. Their kid needs glasses. Their kid needs surgery. Their kid drinks. Their kid eats too much. Their kid isn't eating at all. And we didn't touch on that part of it where I see parents going through excruciating pain because their kid doesn't fit in the friend group or whatever it is. And I thought we just did a disservice to Brooks by not Talking about that stuff. Two, well, th- two things I'll say about that real quick because I was there and, and uh, I was part of the unicorn and rainbow issue. Um, You're part of the problem. Yeah, well, thank you. Um, <laughs> two things. Guys, or at least I do, I internalize a lot of stuff. So I don't share a lot of feelings, not because it's weakness, but because I just don't offer up things that trouble me right off the bat. The second thing is, and I'm not, I know it was done for fun, but keep in mind, look back at that episode from last week. 
I made one thing. I said, I talked about knock-knock jokes. And I said, oh, you know, the, the kids are horrible at knock And I tell them, and what was Gavin's response? Knock-knock, who's there? Worst dad ever. So it's like, <laughs> listen, moms get so much credit for being awesome. And dads, dads just do what dads do. So if, you know, if all of a sudden someone's like, oh, worst dad, or, or you complain a little bit and someone hits you with something like that, it's like, uh, well, I'm kind of, I guess I'm failing a little bit. And even though it was a joke, I don't know. No, you, you know, like you, you just hurt, said you, 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 you just said you just said something to me though. But why? Uh, this is totally ignoring your question. Um, but why do moms get all the credit and dads Father's Day? Uh, I'm not gonna lie. I'm just keeping it real. Father's Day sucks. It mm -hmm. sucks. It's not the what fanfare that moms get. Uh, it's the hey, here's a tie. Here's the thing. Here you go. I, I don't need this tie. And that's an ugly tie, by the way. You know what I mean? It's just like we don't get the same type of credit. And it's like, especially in a world now where everyone's talking about equality, I think there needs to be a voice for men to start having equal care because there's so many, there, there's this thing that, well, women have gotten praised and, and, and women do a lot. But I, men do a lot too. Like, I'm like, I man, like, I, I bust my butt. But, but moms if I, if would I, say Mother's Day sucks because they have to have like a crappy eggs breakfast that their kid made. Where on Father's Day you get to go golf. But I mean that, that these are all these are all gender and mm -hmm. uh, and roles that are being played. Like they're they're you know like when I, take the golfing out in the Mother's Day because that's not it's not the one day. It's the grind of every single day. Me hauling butt from the South Bay all the way up to you know up north to go to work and going over here and jet setting around the country to be able to provide and then come home and then got to clean and then got to do this with the kids and I'm like, I mean it's exhausting and yet it's like well you're supposed to do it well you're a man like what what does that mean I don't got yeah. feelings like I don't want to be appreciated like men want to be appreciated and I don't care I'll fight any man right now who tells me they don't want to be appreciated men want to be appreciated but they don't get appreciated. And it's just it's like the men step down, elevate the woman, and then turns around and they get crapped on. Well, they don't do this. They don't do that. And I'm like, hold on. Like, my wife and I, we fight about this all the time. Like, the whole stay-at-home versus the the man that works. And it's just like, well, I'm the one. My job is hard. And I feel like every man will go out there and preach like, oh, yeah, it's very hard to stay at home. Yeah, it is hard to stay home, but it's equally hard to go to work too. Like, mm -hmm. like you can't compare the two and say, well, because I'm at home with the kids and more people are going to fall in love with that idea than, you know, you're like, or it's more, I'm like, come on, what are we doing here? Are we going to, we're going to minimize one role to elevate the other so that one never gets any type of love and credit? I'm like, that's a bunch of, sorry, you just no, triggered no, me when sorry, you said, check this when, out. When you said so that. So one time, one yeah. time I went away for four days for work. And yeah. like a week later, my wife went away for two days. Mm. When my wife came home, the kids made a banner, cookies. I helped them. Yeah. The whole thing. Little welcome home party. She was gone for two days. Right. I was gone for four days. You know what I got? A text that said, hey, I was in the, you're in the Uber. Uh. We're going to Michael's. Do you want us to wait? From my uh. wife. So it's like... Right. Twice as long gone, right? But it's like, all right. Well, you could when you get home, you get right back into right. it, right? But when she came home, it was a fanfare, right? Right. Akbar, you said you would fight any man who says they don't want to be appreciated. While you said that, we're saying that Brooks looked at me and mouthed, "I don't want to be appreciated." So <laughs> it's on. Do you no, look? I, you you seem like a man of your word, and we could just yeah, pause no, for no, a no, minute. No, the one thing he didn't get into my bio is like, hey, look, I'm from Crenshaw. I'm from L.A. Like, I, 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 I look, I, I'm not, I'm not a. You know, I'm not. He's so, from a very tough fight. part of Canada. I don't, I don't fight. I don't fight. <laughs> hide from fighting. Yeah, Brooks is from the Crenshaw of Canada. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> here's here's why I looked at Ryan. Spladina? Here's why I looked at Ryan. Because I promise you, you've never seen a man that wants to be appreciated more than Ryan. 
wow. That's why yeah. I looked at Ryan. Oh, wow. Okay, that yeah. man revels in the appreciation. Well, Ryan, I, I, I join you because, Thank look, you. I, I, I'm, I, I would love to change the narrative. Like, I want to be appreciated. Um, and, yeah, there's a little bit of comparison when I sometimes sit back and go, wow, man, like, it must be great to be a mom. Like, it doesn't matter what you do. Like, you're going to get the love, and everybody has to echo the same thing. Like, moms can never do anything wrong. Dad does everything. And look at all the shows. I get sick. I stopped watching a lot of these shows. They make men, they make fathers look so dumb. They have no idea, like, oh, my gosh, what are you going to do? Like, I hate, like, seriously, like, I want to turn, I mean, this is a, the slang word. I want to get ignorant when people go, oh, my gosh, what are you going to do when your wife is gone? Okay, I don't know how to braid hair, but I can put a hair in ponytail. I can cook. I started cooking at the age of 11. I know how to cook. Like, oh, my gosh, are you okay? Do you need help? No, I don't need no help. I got four kids. I can take care of all my kids by myself. I don't, I don't have a nanny. I don't need one. You know what I mean? Like, I'm good. Like, don't, don't treat me as if because I'm a man, oh, men don't want to be bothered with that. Like, I can take it. And there are, I know so many guys who are like that. There's a small guy, there's a group of guys who don't want to be bothered with any of that. And that's just a preference. But doesn't mean that the guys don't, you know what I mean? Like the guys don't know how to do all that stuff. Like, oh my gosh, I don't know what to do now that my wife is. The only way I know that me and my wife are different, like the whole park thing, I get anxiety with parks. I have to take them to, there's a person that I like, I have to play, take them to a place because I'm monofocused. So I have to have them in a place that is surrounded and enclosed and let go. I'm the best father then. But if it's in an open park, I can't I can't take them to the beach. Because it's like this. I'm like, exactly. I'm just constantly on the much like, anxiety. Yeah, too much anxiety. I wanted to do actually it's funny you brought that up. I wanted to do a test today, but now I won't but my point was to to get inside a, a dad's mind, who who remembers the movie Minority Report yeah. with Tom Cruise? Tom Cruise, yep. If you ask anybody that's mainly not a dad, but I mean maybe it's the same with moms, but if you ask someone that doesn't have kids, what was your favorite scene from that movie? Amy, what's your favorite scene that you remember from that movie? I'm bad to ask. I, I thought that movie sucked. Ask me, because I'm a... I'm, okay, Brooks, what's your favorite scene? So I think movie? I've only or seen the movie not once. Not favorite scene. What's the scene that you remember? The one I remember is just he was driving some badass BMW. It's the only really right. one. And, and you had, ask like, any thing, dad? He had a thing on the windshield. He could move things or something. Anyway, ask any dad, it. Minority Report. And guys, feel free to correct me if I'm wrong. Tom Cruise, there's a scene. He goes. He's playing with his son at the pool. He goes underwater. He comes up, and his son is gone. Missing. Forever. And so... I thought that was just me, but I've talked to plenty of people, and uh, after a certain time, it came up to, with somebody else, and I was like, I thought I was the only one that that was burned in my brain so badly. So when I go to a park, when I go to any park, I'm monofocused. I cannot. I'm, I'm constantly scanning, and it's like that is a stress that goes with me everywhere. It's like mm -hmm. every time you're in public, scenes like that just stick with me. My wife tells all of our friends, Ryan would love it if if our son was just in a padded room all day and he he doesn't want him to get, and i'm like yeah i like i don't want him to get hurt a controlled I, environment i love him yeah. so much that i don't want him to smash his face or bust his teeth on a curb as he's like running too fast in a park that i don't know that there's actually a dip here or there's a hole here or a sprinkler head here so yes i am constantly anxious when we're at a park and that like, is, does that make me a bad person? No, I love him so much that I don't want him to get hurt. Sorry for caring. And, and you know, I would say God. this. I would, I would say this. The maternity instinct <sighs> gets a lot of love, as it should. Mm -hmm. I mean, without the maternity instincts, oh my goodness. I mean, it, 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 I mean, they are nurturers. They, they, they nurture, but doesn't mean men can't nurture. 
but I love the maternity instinct. But there is a paternity instinct. And I think priority number one for the paternity instinct is to be protective. We have a protective thing that we want to protect and provide. There's a lot of P's in there. Uh, it's a great alliteration. Actually, I should just come up with paternity. Paternity instinct is provide and protect. And for me, I want to create a protective environment to where, like, there's Playa del Rey is the name of the park. And they have this where you're facing here and this long big fences like this mm -hmm. and all the stuff is in front of you anybody comes in has got to come from behind so you see everything i'm good i'm just chilling I'm, I'm the best dad but if i'm in the open park pff, i baby can we get out of here because you, you can't relax i can't i just like yeah. yeah oh that's a lot of heat boys yeah uh, this is i'm sorry amy yeah. what were you talking about now <laughs> no i just agree yeah. i mean i rest my case that's why i thought it was like yeah and and the guys were a little offended when I said, you're lying. And they're like, we're not lying. And I'm like, okay, fine, you're right. You told half truths. They did not tell Brooks the whole truth. And I think, look, we can have many episodes about it, but there are real hard challenges with parenting. And I just think we're not doing what this show is, how men think if we don't talk about the things we No, you're right, right. you're right though, but but he asked, I'm thinking about becoming a dad. I would never stand in the way from, from a man, especially someone established and, and a decent, good guy. I would yeah. never stop him Ish. from being a dad. So a, I will get to that. But it's such but, a man thing to think that telling the truth would stop him. No, 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 no. no, no, no. But, also, but why but, did I have to jump out with, hey, listen, when you're driving on a road trip, the same thing that makes you want to drive into a pole is the same thing that won't. You love your kids. Sometimes they, they drive you nuts, but you're not, you know, but you're protecting them. I'm not going to jump out and tell him all this horrible I, stuff. I, I see. I'm kind of with Amy. I'm kind of with Thank Amy you. that you kind of because I, I remember my boy, my former teammate Ricky Sharp, and I used to talk to him real talk about marriage and how the challenges yeah. of marriage. He goes, man, when I talk to you, I don't know if I want to get married. He got married, right? And good but because it he, allows him to understand the challenge. Because look, for everybody that says, oh my gosh, it was just the best thing. I'm like, it's the best and the toughest thing ever. And I think I want to put toughest thing first. You know, it's like it's tough when you bring in two worlds. It, 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 it's you know just. It's tough, and I, but I wanted to give him the real because I think when you paint this this picture of beauty, that it 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 creates false expectations, and then when it doesn't work out the way you know that expectation, then things start to crumble. You start snapping because. Ask Brooks. Do you want kids any less today than you did last week? No. Probably more, but but in in defense of these guys, I asked them questions like, "What is the greatest thing about being a father?" Like yeah, we I, had thirty I, minutes know, that we yeah. talked about fatherhood, so, yeah, so, so I didn't get into the missing kids aspect of it. Yeah, but I appreciate like, and it's probably a tough topic even to discuss that as a dude, like discuss your kids going missing or the possibility of your kid getting hurt. Like it's got to be incredibly difficult to even discuss but it. So that's what we have to I do. Know, I know, I know, and so we. That, but I that, appreciate that is what you we, that is what we are doing. Yeah. So Correct. Now, yeah. Okay. Uh, I love it. I, okay, I that's the end of round one. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> uh, we got to take one more quick break. Uh, stick around for a couple oh, more minutes. Sure, sure. Yeah, Thanks, I'm, I'm good. We talk about it all the time on this show. We are not afraid to discuss our bathroom habits with you guys. I'm in there a lot. I've told you that many times before. Rick, he doesn't go as much as I do, and that's terribly unfortunate for him. But right now, we're focusing on products in the bathroom for men and women. For everyone listening, this is what I like about native products. They're formulated without aluminum, parabens, and talc. Filled with ingredients found in nature, such as coconut oil, which is antimicrobial, shea butter, which moisturizes, we all want that, and tapioca starch, which absorbs wetness. And best part is, there is no animal testing. 
and native products work. Making the switch to a natural deodorant does not mean having to sacrifice on odor and wetness protection. We tried it. We know these products work. And you want more? 8,000 five-star reviews. That's amazing. Native comes in a wide variety of enticing scents for men and women. Plus, they have new limited edition. Did I just deodorant? Yeah, I guess so. I guess I did. Plus, they have new limited edition seasonal scents throughout the year. And they offer an unscented formula and baking soda-free formula for those with sensitivities like my boy Ryan here. You all know what I love. No risk to try. Native offers free returns and exchanges in the USA and free shipping. Plus... I got to tell you, I like the coconut vanilla. It's uh, it's Native's most popular scent. I got my wife, on the other hand, who likes the lavender and rose. Sometimes we, you know, spice things up and we try the cucumber and mint. Or if we're feeling really, really crazy, we try the eucalyptus and mint on those special occasions. I'm in and out of the pool all the time, constantly needing to reapply. So I feel the natural deodorant was important. Native has products for men, women, and teens. I coach high school water polo, and those guys need it too. So I told the boys to try Native's Vitamin C and make like a tree sense. For 20% off your first purchase, visit nativedeodorant.com and use promo code HMT during checkout. Again, that's for 20% off your first purchase. Visit nativedeodorant.com and use promo code HMT. Uh, I got a buddy, guys, I have a buddy that, you know how they just give, they used to, I don't know if they still do, they used to just give away credit cards to yeah, anybody that like, like applied free for money. I had a buddy that instead of like he, he'd max out one, so he'd go and he'd get another one and he'd just apply for another. And he just kept maxing out credit cards. And he didn't really think, but it, it ended up catching up with him. Um, and you know, you know how many of us have looked at our finances and screamed, how can we make this much and still have so much debt? Yeah. It just creeps up on us, right? Unexpected repairs, replace the washer dryer, medical bills, and the killer those insane interest credit cards that you use to pay for all that. But here's a smart move that could help you get on top of your finances. Get a fixed rate personal loan at bestegg.com. The rates are great right now. Imagine finally being able to pay down those crazy high credit cards and bills and then bank the money you save each month. Consumers have rated Best Egg 4.8 out of 5 stars on Consumer Affairs because of the super easy online loan app that takes about a minute with no impact to your credit score. Upon approval, funds can be deposited in as little as one business day. Get your bills under control, bank what you save, and take control of your finances with a loan from bestegg.com. Visit bestegg.com slash think, bestegg.com slash think, bestegg.com slash think. Okay, while we're on break, Ryan just raised this. He has a story he wants now, to now, talk about. Now I want to just tell you like the laundry list of things that will stress you out, and maybe you'll form your own opinion as to whether fatherhood sounds good. But just recently, we we were told you want to get your kid into swimming lessons as soon as possible and get them comfortable being in the water. So from like 18 months, we got our son into a swim lesson one-on-one with this person. And the other week... She was taking him and he's 18 months old and she was dunking him under the water. And he was like, I I was sitting there. My wife was like, I I don't know if you can be here for this. Like you're stressing me out your reaction to this. And I'm like, she's dunking him under the water. He's coming up gagging, like coughing. She, the, the instructor comes up. She's like, I'm watching him. I don't see any air bubbles. He's not inhaling. And I'm like, the kid is going to like die on your watch and it was so i i pulled him out of classes altogether and he's no longer (laughs) swimming he may never swim the rest of his life fine (laughs) he's gonna be on land brooks you'll be fine 
Huh? <laughs> yeah. <sighs> I remember as a kid getting dunked. They're like, okay, now your face is going to go underwater and, it's, and push you underwater. I don't know, you kind of come out all right. Well, you clearly lost a lot of brain cells and explains a lot. Well, that's why then I became an athlete, made a ton of money. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> well documented on the money, right, Ryan? <laughs> okay. Uh, gentlemen, I want to thank you for your, your insight into fatherhood, and I appreciate that. And I'll certainly lean on it in the future uh, when I hopefully become a father one day. Uh, but Akbar, man, you're just a breath of fresh air, dude. Thanks for coming in. Thank you very much for having um, me. Appreciate it. Can I say real quick? Yeah. Uh, my, my, all my kids and, and my wife and I, we watch American Ninja Warrior. We have American Ninja Warrior Monday nights together. Oh, wow, yeah. My son does an impression of you guys, you and Matt hosting. Okay. And for Christmas, he wants a warped wall, so keep doing the huge fans. All right, thank you. Appreciate that. Tell your son I said hello. Um, where can people find you? Because your message is just incredible. I want people to be able to find you. Where can people find you? Are you on social? Yep, I'm on social, um, even though I wish uh, social a, a, a quick and painful death. Uh, <laughs> but I am at Akbar, A-K-B-A-R underscore Baja, G-B-A-J-A. I had to shorten the last name or nobody would follow me. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, yeah, that's, that's all. those are all my handles for Twitter and Instagram. I tried doing the t- uh, Snapchat, but... It's there, but I don't. I don't know how to. Yeah. You want to give yeah. your phone number in case anyone wants a quick phone bone or not? Uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> I'm married now, those man. I'm married. Mine. Yeah, those days are gone. Uh, and what about the book? Where everyone can. can the book? Yeah, everyone can be a ninja. You can go to Barnes and Noble, Amazon, wherever books are sold, uh, and you can purchase your copy of Everyone Can Be a Ninja. I was inspired to write this book uh, after seven years of watching these ninjas go through obstacles. It made me realize about the obstacles in life that we all have and some of the stuff that I learned from the ninjas. Uh, I utilize that in giving life lessons on how to overcome obstacles in your personal life. I talk about mine. I talk about my good friend, Allison Felix, who's an Olympic uh, world-class athlete, former teammates, and some of the ninjas. I augment those stories, and I, I try to tell a powerful story that will hopefully motivate people to live their best life um, and to never give up, um, even if they got a warped wall in front of them uh, in life. I love it, man. Love your mission. Thank you so much. Uh, your wife, Crystal, has a very good man. She's a very thank lucky you, lady. Thank you very much. Uh, come back one day with us. Yeah, man. And, 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 oh and, and, seriously, I, I, I mean, just hit me up. I yeah. mean, this, this is... This is my wheelhouse. I, I, I love talking about this because I think more conversations like this should be um, should should be done because uh, it's just not happening enough. And hopefully that this platform will motivate and arm men to be able to have this discussion, not only amongst their boys, but at home with their wives, yeah. their partners, uh, whoever. So we can change the narrative for uh, uh, in a positive way. I love it. Love it, man. We're and if you have you a lead. tie for Father's Day. We'll yeah. get you a tie. Yeah. And if <laughs> you right. have a lead on a warped wall, I'd really appreciate that. Okay. <laughs> I know a bunch of ninjas who can make one. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, that's it for this episode. Akbar, thank you so much, buddy. We'd love to have you back in here. Till next week, Ryan. You, you do it best. Akbar, get ready to roll your eyes. Yeah, get here we ready go. to take care of one another, love one another, and we'll see you right back here for another episode of How Men Think. I like that. Aww.